1: this could, could all go horribly wrong in any minute hello all ships at sea welcome to the 138th edition of lewis black's rancast entitled mitch mccann yep and uh i think that's all we got to say really huh that's it last week uh Benefits of slavery, I said we should just wrap it there. And this week, even more apropos of an ending uh, is when you go Mitch McConnell and kind of uh, realize uh, once again for just that moment that uh, the, uh, the leader of the Senate, the majority leader, not the majority, well, he's the minority leader, I'm sorry, of the Senate. Uh, even I had a little bit of a glitch there. We all do. When we reach the age... And uh, he certainly has. And he stopped. And that's really, I mean, what else do I need say? Huh? What else need be said? That is a, a p- perfect really kind of representation of where we are as a people. We're in the middle of a sentence and we can't get to the fucking end of it. We are in the middle of trying to get things done and we can't get them done. And it's been that way for quite a long time. And it just continues to get worse. We've got to... I can't... I mean, the, the stuff going through my head... Right, right, right. we got a, a, a Congress uh, are just fleeing. They're going home. They're not doing... They're not finishing their job. Okay? Okay? That's insane. You've got to get the job done. Imagine if the, the people who ran your grid, okay during whatever the peak is of heat and everybody was pumping out air conditioning and, and it hasn't happened yet uh, this, this summer, but the Lord knows we've probably been on the edge of it. Uh, and if the uh, grid were to just break and then all of the people who were supposed to take care of the grid went, ooh, I don't really wanna go in, it's too hot, I'm not gonna work on that today, huh? What would be the outcry? They have 12 days, these fuckers. Finish your job. You're supposed to be a goddamn example, all right? The people who do the grid, the people who wander out after a storm and have to wander through fucking tangled electrical wires or, or fucking go through a house, what do you think? If they all stop doing it, and you can't do the simple work of leading, you know? Why would you expect the rest of us to do the work? I certainly don't do work, okay? but the, the the millions out there who do do the work, all right, that allow you to get your fucking pension and all the other bullshit you get as an elected fucking official to our Congress, and you can't take the time or the energy to help. Fuck you. Mitch McConnell. It's extraordinary. And they watch, and he comes in afterwards and said, I have no problems. There's no problems with me. The answer is, like, one, one question, that was all that needed to be said. I didn't see the whole press conference, but what I gathered, the next thing he just started rattling on. I don't know how many times. And the people standing around him, doesn't anybody do anything? Huh? They got a group of people who were basically uh, making it impossible for both sides. Yeah, there are two sides. And they're making it impossible for whatever is left of one of the sides to get together with whatever is left of the other side to actually operate and, and make sure that it, government runs at least like uh, vaguely like it should, okay, so that we're not caught in a mess. And we are caught in a mess because this is beyond. It, it's everything is beyond belief. And then you've got uh, you got you know it's not just Diane Feinstein the same. The uh, uh, you know we got uh, the ghost of Christmas past in the White House. He he ends his speech a while back with the, and God Save the queen. What I, come on. And the other one is on, comes on stage. The indictable comes on stage recently to raise some more money for his, for his ever expanding defense fund and comes on to, to about, uh, to a a song about being put in jail. I mean, what, what, what when does this come to an end? Mid-sentence. It puts us all. It has come to an end. We're all standing around waiting for the the the, the, the other shoe to drop, and it's not gonna, because we complete nothing, and uh, and the except for that bridge in Pennsylvania, which they the the or the ninety five, which they got up in record fuck time, and then you drive by a drove by shit this week you drive, watched. Them building stuff for for years. If you just drive the up ninety five on the Connecticut Turnpike, all they do is finish something and then they come back and start it again. But I am really digressing here right now. I'm just going to take a, a, a moment to collect my thoughts because I am marching, marching on. Now, we'll harken back to for a moment to last week. Uh, the benefits of slavery now being soon to be taught in a school in Florida near you. I, I was hoping this week uh, that we might, as a nation, um, tell Florida after that uh, kind of utterly stunning uh, ignorance of, uh, of our history and of what slavery is about, uh, the benefits of that, that I thought it would be uh, it would be nice, if the the country as a whole said well all right we really you know we're gonna just have to take away your statehood okay enough's enough all right if, if you don't if you don't understand sort of the basics of, of, of slavery you, you really uh, you don't have a grasp of, of, of reality okay um, the the only benefit from 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 slavery is when they uh, is, it is for the, the person who owns the slave. <laughs> I'm surprised, and I guess in a way that's what they're trying to teach, maybe, um, in the end. I'm sure. First sentence, you know. Well, the benefit, the first benefit of slavery is just be a slave owner, and uh, all you got to do is figure out where we're going to find the slaves, and uh, the good state of Florida will be okay. Stop, Lewis. Just bad. It's just tiring. To sit here and then, and then to come up with a joke about it. There's a, that, the benefits of slavery is a, literally, uh, a punchline hanging out there waiting for a setup. And I'm still looking for it. <laughs> Hopefully when I hit the road and I'll be coming your way, catching my Idaho at the Argios Theater. Uh, I hope I got that at uh, the Agrios Theater. I, I'm hoping I got that right. And, uh, I'll be there September 27th, I believe. September 28th, we will be in Boise at the Egyptian Theater. So I promise you, I'll be searching for that punchline. And uh, and check those dates. It's uh, all of I've got a whole slew that are out there now and coming your way, lewisblack.com. That's it for that. Uh, let's, let's stay on point. This week, um, I was at the Williamstown Theater Festival. I was hosting the cabaret there, and it was a terrific show with some really exceptional acts and uh, but I wanted to read you something that I found just fascinating so Williams College sends out a Williams College alert and this is the most stunning so I've been around the country and I find myself from time to time in a in a motel or a hotel and they will announce uh, as I'm watching the uh, the television that uh, and literally two hours before a show that there is a tornado warning in the area and the following 16 counties, uh, are, are really under a tornado watch, and I don't know where the fuck I am, and I don't know what fucking county I'm in, and all I know is is now I am scared shitless, and will there be a sound that goes ooga 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 so that I can get to the basement if there is even a basement in there or a root cellar somewhere, um, and uh, where I can hide, but I have no idea, none. But this is by far the most psychotic thing I've ever received in the in literally. In uh, early uh, in the uh, just very early in the afternoon, this came through the National Weather Service in conjunction with the agency meteorologist is forecasting a high impact. Ooh, doesn't sound good. Multifaceted weather event, high impact, multifaceted weather event for Massachusetts today from 12 to 9. The whole state. I'm just in Williamstown. Could you narrow it down? Could you narrow it down? There are several hazards forecast that include the possibility for tornadoes, uh, which I, I don't think you—you—I you, well, know you know—you rarely see them uh, in uh, the Berkshires where I was, which is where Williamstown is located. Uh, this it, it, not only tornadoes, straight line wind damage, whatever that means. I've never heard of it. I'm sure some of you have, and they're further along with having dealt with some uh, insane. Um, kind of weather events, a straight line wind damage. So it means the wind comes in a straight line and just tears down a group of trees right in a row or a group of, I don't know. Um, strong to severe thunderstorms and flooding rains. This is my favorite. Those who have outdoor plans today should heed extra caution. as conditions may change quickly. And, you know, you just might want to kill yourself. Unbelievable. How are you supposed to respond to that? I mean, that is just, it's too much. It's just a, okay, god damn, scare! You, we're going to scare the shit out of you! Okay, how does that make you feel? You happy now? Uh, it's extraordinary. Everything has got to be way over the top. You know, you can say to people, you know, you know watch out. Uh, there could be the, the danger of some severe weather today. Not this. There's, there could be this. There could be, there could be giant babies so, you know, the, the size of uh, New York skyscrapers coming over the, uh, the mountains of the Berkshires. And the, if they hear any type of intelligent verbal chatter, they will stomp their feet on whoever is speaking and those who surround them. They will destroy whatever village you think you're in, because you're that, and you will have only one moment to think about that village before you are gone before you were destroyed by these giant babies with wearing boots with, uh, with spikes on them. And, and maybe they're not even wearing... Maybe they're just wearing baseball shoes that have spikes. It's, it, I mean, uh, they might as well have said it. Giant babies coming to destroy you. Uh, it just... We, we have no... We, we can't do anything but scare the shit out of each other. We're not complete a sentence. Jesus. And uh, so that was. Uh, it made, I had a wonderful time there, but uh, literally, uh, one day there, it was like, okay, well, here it comes—the end of the, the end of times, end times. Looks like we're heading that way. And uh, but luckily, no. Actually, it was a pretty good day. There, the next day, there was even a shittier rainstorm that was really a, a bit off the charts. And they mentioned that was not mentioned at all. Here's something I've been holding on my desk for a few weeks, and uh, uh, it's utterly shocking. And I don't know why I'm shocked, because it's every week there's more shock. The system can only take so much shock. I guess that's what happened to Mitch McConnell. He may have read this article, and he was so overloaded with shock that it just kind of sat somewhere. And then while he was standing in front talking to uh, the reporters, it kind of passed through his head, and he was stunned in the silence. Um, I certainly was when I started to read this, but it's it's about Karen Marjorie, and uh, there's been a furor about her partnership, uh, which she launched with a temporary startup promising to make a personalized artificial intelligence clone of the Scottsdale, Arizona-based lifestyle influencer. Now, I have not fucking ever understood how this works, how someone Influences your lifestyle. I mean, I can get the Kardashians are, you know, this massive media, uh, you know, know, like missile. And so I can see them doing this, but somebody just popping up uh, on Instagram or any of the other social media, Snapchat, wherever the fuck, and all of a sudden people are going, boy, you know, I can't wait uh, to, to be influenced. Like, who the fuck? Who the fuck gets influenced on a lifestyle? That's what friends used to do. Well, but for a dollar a minute, fans she might never have otherwise had the time to meet could instead chat with Marjorie's digital double. Okay. For a dollar a minute, start adding that up a dollar a minute, a dollar a minute. And she's also kind of gotten together with another group so that you can uh, get in touch with her. They take it and you can get in touch with the real Marjorie, now that's a little more expensive. That's five dollars for a text, or I guess you get to talk to her. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna. It's just uh, beyond my comprehension uh, that we've, we, we that you'd be that lonely. Um, but I guess we. If, 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 I mean, this is a uh, emergency. emergency emergency situation. Okay if, if we have people so lonely, they're talking to, uh, uh, you know, a, a artificial clone, a a chat bot for a company that they're spending a dollar a minute on. Okay. You want to do it for free. Okay. But you're, you're spending the money and God knows that adds up. It's not, you know, and, uh, and you can, you know, as the article says, you know, some people can get addicted to it, which is why she's only bringing on 500 new people a day. Okay, all right, what am I... I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this stuff. And then there'll be people probably listening, someone out there and go, boy, really? Where can I find her? I'd love to talk to her. It's amazing. They expect that she will be making um, 5 to $10 million by the end of the year for... Uh, I. Some of you don't know um, it, at all outside of whatever it is that they're projecting onto the social media. And this will fulfill you in some fashion that you put the money into talking to her or it or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what you call it. But we have, we have got to right the ship, folks. Um, you know, example 2,475. That uh, hopefully I've presented during my lifetime of uh, how we have lost our fucking minds and uh, we need to to find them. Uh, let's let's move on and the final moments here. Just uh, something I've read recently and uh, I have ripped out thousands of pages. is uh, Designer Marcus Floyd has introduced sneakers for horses, and so I'd like to leave you with this. <laughs> In the nature of like, we've got an economy that uh, apparently people are really enraged about inflation, but this is beyond inflation. Uh, They say that the inflation has dropped to 3%, but people are still pissed off that they're spending too much. Um, But designer Marcus Floyd, in talk about spending too much, introduced sneakers for horses. Is there a need for sneakers for horses ever to make them run faster? uh You know, I'm serious. Why would you put a sneaker on a horse? What would be, what would you be thinking? Is anybody thinking? Am I thinking? Uh, are we thinking? I, I, I He introduced the sneakers in, for horses called Horse Kicks that retail for twelve hundred dollars per shoe. Twelve hundred dollars, forty-eight hundred dollars. <laughs> To put sneakers on a on an animal that already runs really fast, maybe they'll run faster. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you won't have to dope them up before a race because they got them on. Uh, it was a dope process trying to figure out what a horse sneaker would look like. I bet it was. I bet it was Marcus. And boy, oh boy, do, and I wonder how many are sold. It, it just um, it, 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 like, how many did they sell? And, and then finally, this, which is horrible, but needs to be read because it shows really the complete lack of uh, uh, the way in which it kind of finishes up. You really, it really kind of finishes the whatever I, the metaphor that seems to be going through to my my brain today from the Mitch McConnell experience. Uh, the um, that we are not getting anywhere, that we we really are getting nowhere. We get to halfway through a sentence and we stop, okay? We have some sort of a problem with guns safe. Here you go. Uh, following the, the Uvalde, 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 Uvalde massacre, a Texas K-6 through students are being sent home with DNA kits to make their corpses easier to identify. That's the way we're solving the problem. Parents said they were not reassured. Can you imagine? Of course you're not reassured. Sitting there with a a DNA kit? They've decided our kids aren't worth restricting guns, said Emily Westbrooks. DNA kits, she said, were an in-your-face reminder that her children could be obliterated by automatic weapons to the point They won't be recognizable i mean you can write in about that and tell me i was you know i don't know what i'm talking about and that you really they need to do that and you can tell me all you want about your feelings about that but um and that somehow uh you can yell at the mother who is worried about having to do that but um there's nothing political in that statement okay the p- politics of that statement was made, my friends. As far as I'm concerned, when they sent the DNA kit home. All right, that's the politics of it, not her reaction to it. So let's let us try to get through a sentence this week, all of us, and and try to get to the end of that sentence and uh, and pay to keep the government open, and so we come to a close, uh, and, um, of, of another, uh, another radcast. And, uh, uh, I, I really do hope you enjoy the rants that folks shared with me this week and that, uh, and that you, uh, in, enjoy what I'm doing. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, uh, reaching out to you in this way and I will, will be happier when I'm back on the road and, uh, talking to you directly because this is psycho- this is psychotic what i'm doing here with my parents looking over my shoulder and uh it's it is to be sitting here in this quiet room by myself um and the the joy the only joy i have really from it is that uh is to know that you're out there listening and uh, uh or at least i'm pretending you are And that gives me joy. Um, Thank you for joining me again. Please enjoy what is being shared with you by those uh, whose uh, work I am reading. And um, I hope you have a splendid week. I hope this is, uh, you know, and it it seems the weather's going to be good. So, you know, for at least a chunk of the country for a few minutes. So enjoy it. This is what summer is meant to be. So, grill it up, enjoy those fatty foods, and take care of each other. This one uh, comes from your mom, is what it says. But, uh, and it's, I may have read this before, and even if I read it before, uh, this is a while back, and uh, it bears repeating because it's just such a well, the current world chess champion. Magnus Carlsen is in a controversial situation where he believes an opponent of his was cheating against him. The rumor is that the cheater was using anal beads to get signals about what moves to make. How do you prove this? (laughs) Laughing my ass off. From your mom. I don't know if you can prove it. <laughs> That's, wow, spectacular. Anal beads. Woo. It's a communication device. But, 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 let's move on. Thank you for your, uh, your rant here, Agnushka Lizzyk. I gave it a shot. I hate Facebook with a passion so much passion in fact that a few years ago I deleted my account and have gone without seeing any news from friends from for whom Facebook constitutes the only means of public communication not that I missed the blessed posts from people who could not be bothered to just say that they are happy about something hmm? but goddamn Putin made me join Facebook again see I live in Poland And the Ukraine initial on-the-ground volunteer and other support is organized largely through Facebook. So here I go again, signing up, lying about my date of birth and any other demographic information Facebook asks for, just so that I can see who needs a bag of diapers or a ride. Oh, God, I want the war to end so I can quit Facebook again. This is... The collateral damage we see in I can't believe it drove you to Facebook, Agnushka. I hope that's right. And thank you for that. Unbelievable. The the Ukraine um, volunteer and other support is organized largely through Facebook. Well, at least Facebook is doing something well there. Because now they're going to have a new uh, competitor for... um, called Threads that that'll compete with the Twitter exciting news just exciting news i'm sure you're thrilled about that maybe they'll maybe that'll keep you on board all right take care thanks so much
0: angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small
1: Here's a rant that comes to us from Michael Sheriff's Hall. Uh, Dear Louis, I hope you are strapped in because I have a tale of such idiocy and idiocy of biblical proportions. It will make you grab your pee-pee. It is my honor to work as a phlebotomist here in Spokane at the Mann-Grandstaff VA Medical Center. I love working with the vets and being a part of their health care. That's right. I work for the Federal fucking government. Ho oh, woohoo! In 2017, then President Orange Fucktard puts his son in law, Jared S. Weasel Kushner, in charge of integrating the medical records of the VA and the Department of Defense. In their infinite wisdom, they decide to replace the existing VA electronic health record system, which worked great, with the $10 billion Cherner Millennial System. Trump praises the Churner system, saying it will mean faster, better, and far better quality care and calls it one of the biggest wins for our veterans in decades. The contract to replace the VA system was awarded without going through a competitive bidding process. The justification, the Churner system is the same one the Department of Defense is switching to. I call bullshit. The Spokane BA Medical Center is chosen as the testing site for Churner in 2020. Fuck. The system was a clusterfuck from day one. Constant system crashes, slow processing speed, lost patient information, prescription errors, incorrect patient information, delays in follow-up care Caused by lost referrals, inefficient workflows resulting in more time on the computer and less time with patients. Here's an example for you a drop down menu in the systems lab interface asks users to choose the patient species. The options include monkey, dog, dolphin, goat, horse, cat, donkey, mule, sea lion other unknown, and thankfully, human. Excuse me, sir, could you please tell me what species you are? I shit you not. Asked to explain the purpose of that menu, the VA spokesman said in a statement that the system is shared with the Pentagon, which requires the care of service animals to be documented. Oh, well, that's a logical explanation. Fuck me sideways with a Buick an office of inspector general report found nearly 150 cases of harm caused by the system it's one thing to have to use a shit show of a system but it's another thing when it's affecting veterans health that my friends is one fucking step too far motherfucker in 2022 churner was brought was bought sorry by oracle whose founder, Larry Ellison, promised to modernize Churner and to make it much easier to use. Liar, liar, pants on fire, turd burglar. In 2023, it still sucks ass juice. Big surprise. The VA has since announced it would postpone the system's planned launch at other facilities. About fucking time, despite a committed workforce that is physically and mentally drained from using Churner, which continues to threaten the safety of veterans. It could cost taxpayers, payers, nearly $50 billion, according to a new cost estimate. Wowzers. The system can at best be summed up as a polished turd. No matter how much the politicians keep polishing it up, yep, it's still a turd. They wring their hands and say, oh, mm, We've got to give Churner a chance. Fuck that shit. Lawmakers are missing the goddamn point. They've had their chances and fucked it up per usual. Shut Churner down before he kills any more veterans or injures them and hurts their families. You cocksucking motherfuckers. Best regards. (laughs) It's my favorite. Michael. Well, thank you, Michael. It's unbelievable. And there's probably another 50,000 cases of this. And they talk about all this stuff with government and government waste and stuff. And then it stares them in the face for five minutes. And uh, an intelligent human being says, hey, look, um, this is shitting all over us. I mean, 150 cases. um, Wow. 150 cases of harm caused by the system. And I wonder if that's Is that just for you guys or was that for, was that just at your VA or was it other VA hospitals? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Promise to modernize it. God, I could stare at this thing all day. Well, time to move on. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. William Grimwood has this tale worth uh, telling. For the past several years, I've been living with atrial fibrillation. If you don't know what that is, basically, my heart would start racing for no reason. Think about it the, like my heart was a video of Stephen Wright doing comedy, and it suddenly would jump cut to Robin Williams. Well, I, I finally had enough and decided to get surgery to get it fixed. The surgery is called a catheter abla- ab- ablation. They fed a scope and a tube up through my groin to my heart and burned the areas that weren't working. But that's just the surgery. Before the surgery, I had to wear a heart monitor for two weeks. I had an echocardiogram and a CT scan of my heart. I had blood work done. A meeting with an anesthesiologist because they needed my height and weight to get the anesthesia correct. And two more weeks of a heart monitor after the surgery. Not to mention a month of medications just to top it all off. And I can also include another trip to the hospital because a lump formed under one of the insertion spots and I needed an ultrasound to make sure it wasn't something seriously wrong. For everything that I had to do to get back to normal, you're looking at around $30,000 worth of medical expenses. At least That's what it came out to when I looked up how much all this stuff costs and added it all together. Now, it probably cost me $50 in gas, $20 for the medication, and $3 for a bus ride for that last trip to the hospital. That's because I live in Canada. I've watched your country fight over the idea of socialized medicine, and it's a moronic argument. I've seen GoFundMe campaigns to help cover medical expenses. I've read stories of people being in medical debt for the rest of their lives because they don't have insurance. The Republicans want people to have children, but just the hospital bill for a woman to give birth doesn't make it worth it. And the fighting over the Affordable Care Act, it's just plain stupid. I get why the fight for socialized medicine in the US of A is so tough, because the greediest of the greedy will keep giving bribes, I mean, excuse me, campaign contributions to those who are in charge and can stop it from happening. And in turn, the people in charge will continue to lump everything associated with the word socialism as evil, even if there is at least one aspect of it that can make life easier. People are willing to come together to help when someone asks for assistance. But the idea of just paying a tax so that when you need some medical help, it's available to you without any strings, is too hard to accept. If I had to pay out that $30,000 for my heart, I don't know if I would have gone through with the surgery. I would have stayed on the medication I'd been taking just so I could get by, even if the medication only had my physical health hovering around, oh, 70% on a day-to-day basis. But thankfully, I didn't have to worry about the cost. The only thing I had to worry about is making a choice about my health. I'm glad I have that choice to make. I'm glad that I opted in for the surgery, and I'm glad it worked. I haven't felt this good in a long time, and I wish everyone in your country only had the choice to worry about getting their health taken care of instead of having to weigh it against their financial well-being. Well, wow, that's just a marvelous way to put it. And thank you for sharing that unique Canadian perspective and doing it so nicely and with calling us just stupid and idiots, which is, you know, you could go much further, William. Um, it's a story worth telling. And I will tell you this, I think 10 to 20% of uh, the rants that I get has to do with someone who is, uh, you know, living under the weight of a uh, either a loved one who had surgery or um, some health issue. And they've been doing it for years and they can't afford it. And it's made them bankrupt or it's destroyed them in so many ways that it just... Uh, just, I think the uh, idea of real of real, um, of real uh, medicine that you just you get and you, you know you don't go broke paying for would be a step in the right direction. Um, would get rid of a lot of the, a lot of my rants, though. <laughs> That's why I don't read many of them, because there's which one do you take? They're all important. As was yours, William. Thank you. Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salton. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer Ben Brew. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.